0: This is a dark day for the Hoot Fiends podcast. This is the podcast most likely to have an absolute Anthony Davis hater. And now he is very likely to eat his own words on this pod. Welcome back to a full at force NBA pod that is just absolutely stoked to finally be all together again. We're going to go ahead and break everything going down. It is blowing all of our collective minds over at this point in the year. We have a couple of hot topics we want to dive right into. We can go ahead and honestly just start right off with AD and what he's been going on. But expect us to talk about, of all things, the frisky Pacers, kind of wild, all the drama going on with the Hawks. And it's just insane to me that the Hawks have this much drama when they have like a top 15 all-time head coach in Nate McMillan <laughs> and how we're just thrilled with, uh, with our boy Zion on, on an absolute redemption season. Fiends, how are we doing? It's awesome to be all back together again after a couple of pods of us being scattered. How have you guys been uh, consuming the NBA this year? Have you guys been all up on League Pass? You guys like finally all sitting down and crunching a lot of games during the week now? Every day, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, like I mean, again, to me, I hope you don't mind if I give out your like home address on the pod. But like, as a resident in Secaucus, where the NBA headquarters is, if there's like an issue, you're always watching. You should be, like, guys, like if something's wrong. <laughs> reach out to them. Give them a call.
1: Have like a direct. Get like a can with a piece of string on. <laughs> leave it in your room. Hey guys, the, uh,
0: the Magic Pistons game. There's a there's a feed down. I'm not getting the visual feed. <laughs> You just ring a triangle like you're at the old homestead.
1: If you watch it really closely, it looks like the ball actually went off Franz Wagner's foot. Um, You may want to review that.
0: (laughs) That'd be awesome. Bring it home. You're in the homeland. Um, I've been a bit. I've I've personally been a bit better. So, just for a good laugh for you guys, this is my relationship with technology, and you guys know that I'm Very afraid of streaming (laughs) things illegally. Well, well, the
1: listeners know that too, actually. Now that after you had to record, you recorded the podcast last
0: time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, did that come out well? I didn't listen to that back. How did that come out? It came out well, except I don't know. I sent you guys like a message at 3 a.m. because when I was listening, it was the funniest thing ever. (laughs) But as you guys like ended it and were transitioning it into like the Thanksgiving foods, it was just John going, All right, we're done. All right, we're good. All right, Riley, how'd that go? And then you guys were just, like, talking for child's like, I don't know how to end this. This is this is what happens. This is, like, when, like, the parents go out of town for the weekend and the kids throw a party. We need the pot father around. Oh, it was definitely awesome, though. I, I was laughing <laughs> yeah, the pot father around. But I was but talking yeah, to, your, to your story. <laughs> yeah, so I was getting to it. Uh, you guys know this very well. And this is, you know, definitely semi-relevant because I feel like we're always referencing Survivor on this pod when i tried to stream of all shitty seasons the survivor ghost island finale i literally like got hacked and to my own it's insane i don't know i, I grew up learning about fishing and all these things but it was just presented in such an intense way but i think it's because i have such a fear of just like even as a guy in his mid-20s like getting in trouble with my parents like i can fix this if i just give them my credit card information right now it'll go away and my computer will be fixed and that's just the opposite charges were dropped they didn't get my information. It was fine. And I hope those men, uh, hopefully, I don't wish badly upon them, but I hope they learn their lesson and stop doing that. That'd be great. But the other day, JP was like, oh, dude, you should just, like, because I was telling him how much I've been binging Better Call Saul, and I really want to watch the sixth season, and I'm waiting for it to come out on DVD. He goes, dude, DVD, just go to Putlocker and watch it. I go, I haven't gone online in years to stream anything. So on the same note as this, I was trying to go into League Pass, like right when the season started, and I just couldn't like sign in. And I d- didn't even bother to like attempt again. So I just gave up. So I was really just watching like the prime time games and just like keeping up with my pods and you know, watching like highlight packages that I like a lot. But then like last week, I was like, let me just reset it and it worked. And now I've been watching games like all the time. So I just I just gave the effort. Perfect. Put, put in a little effort. You got a little that. bit of effort. Thank God I'm not running things over here. But, yeah, so a lot more frequently. I'm getting really hyped. I think I think that's valid. I think you need some time to get a feeling and a footing for where really these teams are at. I think all of the takes that we might have tonight are going to be a lot more accurate than how we were feeling at the start of the season. Because I think things are finding their way now. The standings are finally looking like a little bit more normal, too. It's like teams you expected to be shitty are starting to be shitty. Yeah. The better teams are starting to heat up a little bit. Like the Jazz aren't the one seed. Like things are looking a little bit more normal.
1: Yeah. No. I think we actually have some some interesting stuff to talk about here. Um. So yeah. Why don't we f- uh, focus up on the uh the first place New Orleans Pelicans? I think that's the biggest uh probably the biggest team that's made the biggest leap since the last time we talked about them. Um. Number one uh, case coming out of that is obviously Zion who I think we've had an up and dead relationship with on this pod in terms of like how we speak about him and what's what what, what he has going on, 100%. but um he's, he's playing out of his mind right now. Uh, he's just going absolutely crazy. He's he's averaging like twenty four a game in his last since coming back from his injury, and um they've just been on a roll. So uh, yeah, yeah,
0: why don't we uh why don't we delve into the Pelicans a little bit more? They're just finding their identity, right? Because they've they had not by choice, you know, um with the Knicks, you have a chosen identity crisis, you can't decide what to do. But just by circumstance, with guys being hurt, trying new things, the, uh, different coaches, you know, like Van Gundy used to run Zion as a real like point forward when you know Ingram wasn't there and Zion was hurt, and then Ingram was there. It's kind of all over. now. They have their full like full fledged force of guys, and they can kind of get comfortable. They're just playing really well together and clicking. And I think they just really play for uh for their coach. They love they love Green a lot. Yeah, and it was something we, uh, as a group, kind of, it kind of, I don't want to say thought they'd be this good, but we definitely were higher on the Pelicans than a lot of other people. Um, yeah. And a lot of the things you touched on, John, were the reasons why. But I think the reason they're this good right now is that Zion is just, like you said, Riley, yeah. he's become, or I don't want to say become one of the best players in the league, because he's always shown that he could be there. But yeah. watching him on the court this year, he's gliding around, he looks athletic. He looks locked in, he looks spry, he looks in looks shape. Looks happy. He just looks look like the player we thought he was gonna be coming he out. Of draft. And this Zion is just making an immense impact on the team. The team's super deep, like you said, super talented, super well coached. And I just think it's not a fluke. I think this is a team that's gonna be top two or three all year as long as Zion stays healthy. Yeah. New Zion in shape, in spry uh gliding around Zion is a real thing. I think he might be able to stay healthy.
1: Yeah, no, I would hope so. Again, yeah, since he's come back from a century, he's been absolutely on fire and he's actually dropped. And I think in his last five games he's dropped in three of them he's dropped like 30 points. Yeah. So yeah, he's just been on absolute fire here. Um the only thing I, I have with my complaint about Zion, I don't want to be like the uh, the big loser here, but his defense actually has been like total trash. I don't know if you guys are watching that like they're definitely like i think about defense. Um, so yeah. we'll have to we'll have to kind of see how how that plays out because I mean again like I don't know if you guys remember but like when he was at Duke like he was a oh, crazy yeah. defender. Like he was like electric. She you know like
0: he would like jump and like block a shot and would send the ball flying into the
1: crowd. Yeah, exactly. And so like I, I feel like th- again they're they're doing just fine um as a team overall in uh in defense. I, I think they they have like what what are the top read, top 10 defenses in the league anyway. Um, but they're definitely going to need him to, like, step up if they're really going to have a chance to contend for the title, and I really do kind of think they can.
0: Yeah, I love it. I think they have such a great character. They're a really fun time to watch. I think he's one of the most just, like, easily likable players in the league. He was after a big win maybe a week or so ago, and a sideline reporter just caught him after a primetime game. And it was like, Zion, like you're not, not only are you like playing well, but you're also like looking good this year. Like, if you don't mind me asking, how much like how much do you weigh right now? Like, what are you eating to stay in shape? He's like, I'm not answering that. He's like, I've been online, I don't going to take that and run with it. Yeah, the same thing happened. Yeah, it, was, that... it was like right around Thanksgiving. And one of the reporters was like, Zion, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? He's like, I ain't answering that shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you just stay in the camera and hit a wink with like cranberry sauce. This one's for the boys, the Hoofians. I would have, have died. My He's just dream, a huge <laughs> fan. I know, I'm just a shout-out. Yeah. We're a player's pod. Look
1: hopefully, out. hopefully one day.
0: I think so, but I wanted to ask But, yeah, you, no, I mean. But... You go ahead, my bad. no. <laughs> <laughs> No,
1: I, I was just—I was just gonna wrap it. up and say, yeah, they—they're really deep. That's all I, I want to talk about. <laughs>
0: Trey Murphy. <Merfley, laughs> no, it a sorry, bit more no it, it's fine. <laughs> no, I was gonna ask you guys, like, if you could actually no, go ahead. Uh, assign uh, Thanksgiving foods to positions. How'd you do, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what team <do> <laughs> would you compare the Pelicans to you from last season if they were to go on a playoff run? What season could you see them finishing with? Uh, I could see them being, like, a team similar to the Mavs and just, like, I don't think they're, like, actually Hmm. uh, a threat to, like, win the NBA title, but they just have a force, like, comparing Zion to Luka, not in the way they play, but in terms of their talent, that Zion's just that good and could probably get them to the Western Conference Finals somehow. I agree. Yeah,
1: I I think that's that's an interesting one. I was gonna maybe almost say like, like the they're almost kind of like the Grizzlies again from last yeah. year. Where it's like I don't think anyone was is really surprised at the at the leap they took as much as it was like the the size of the leap that they took. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Like the fact that they went from like a team that we all kind of thought, hey, maybe they may make the play in to like now, like there's yeah. a real shot that they could win it's the title because like the top West top. kind of sticks.
0: Yeah. They I mean, could be one of the first teams to ever win that new like best I mean I don't know if they'll have the best record in the league by the end of it, but um like they can be at the top of the Western Conference when all said and done. I do you think so because yeah I want to say maybe like the Donovan Mitchell Jazz, but that's like a slight on this team. I don't agree with that. When I thought about this a little bit more I think they're gonna be like like the uh like the post the year after the Bubble Hawks. I think they can be like the Trey Young. know yeah, that, that Hawks team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals, the Bucks. But again, like in that sense,
1: like that team was such a surprise. I feel like they kind of came out of nowhere and just got really hot. But like we all kind of expected this team to be like really good, and yeah, it I'm wasn't. We just didn't yeah. think they'd be this good.
0: Yeah, I mean, God, we can look go back and look at pods from last year too. Remember how fucking down we were? Not just on Zion. But I think around actually this time last year, remember how awful the Pelicans were for like the whole first half of the season, and then I think all star break it on, they were just like crushing teams, and they actually like. They were the team that like took that last playoff spot going to go into the plane to eliminate the Lakers. Like They played great basketball. It was actually with that CJ and Larry Nam's uh, signing that they just like, turned it on. So they've been just cruising since then. So I don't know. I'm excited to watch. Oh my God, the Rams speaker, dude. That's crazy. I know this is an NBA podcast. I'm sorry. but Jesus, Is he doing well? Just let a game winning drive. That's are, you, are you talking about future Jet? Oh, wait, yeah. he win? Perhaps. Oh, he did win. Oh <laughs> shit, he did win. I just... The craziest thing I've ever he He got he got the playbook like three days ago. <laughs> Good for him. We're we're a pro. Sure. God. remember we used to play a game like in college that was like be Baker Mayfield or like kill yourself. We were like <laughs> we love Baker. Wait, wait, what was the game? I don't I don't remember. Rod, you remember it was like would you rather like have like a uh, no? I don't remember or, like, that game. <laughs> or you're your Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Oh, no, no, God. we played that game. It was like, what would you do to be Baker Mayfield? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that game. Like I that. didn't remember. <laughs> it wasn't be Baker Mayfield or Kill Yourself, because that's a terrible thing to ask anybody. But I'm saying Baker Mayfield featured New York Jet. I, I, I would be here for it. My roommates are really freaking out. I hear Josh screaming. I didn't even know Josh was home. Just saying, what the fuck? I hear banker. <laughs> Wait, are they winning? Uh, my it's last, they five. were down sixteen to three. They just no, they, they won. won touchdown drives back to back. He he
1: went, he went the entire length of the field. You <laughs> know why?
0: Because he's good every season. That, that was he's like, the best late. moment
1: of his entire career.
0: That's crazy. That was freaking
1: crazy. All right, sorry. Right. Right. Um, what was your
0: question? I think you asked something. I don't know. Me. Yeah, I think you. I you were. I think you were saying something before that all happened. I don't. Oh really my know. god, Joe Daniel just sent me a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> it says, <"Hat."> <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I asked you what team do you see this best Pelicans team as, and you answered it. Okay, oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, don't worry. All right, um, cool. the team that I I said, you know, because I think the Hawks are pretty fake. I think that Hawks team that made that big. Eastern Conference run has a lot of issues, and I think that's a good pivot. You want to talk about them tonight, Riley. What's so, uh, when you look at this Hawks team, what do you see?
1: Um, I see an absolute mess of a team. <laughs> really um, like, like they're a team that I mean, I've been really disappointed with them. Like, I yeah. thought that they'd be right up there, like, contending for the Eastern Conference, and like. They look like trash. Like, I'm sorry to say, but they really do.
0: Um, no, they... I think a lot
1: of it is, like, they've they lost, like – they've lost a lot of their scoring. I And I feel like the big – like, Trey Young has definitely taken a big step back. And there's already all that friction between him and one of the ten best coaches of all time, Nate McMillan. So, I don't really know what's going to happen here.
0: It's not good. He's really never – he's never – looked like personality wise someone that's great to play with i actually always thought i was surprised by his assist numbers even when he was coming into the league his highlights in college were just like three after three after three just kind of how he plays but i i think he like does have the capability to make players around him but as we look the the way the NBA is constructed now, you have to be able to play with other superstars in, other, in order to win. He has not been playing nicely with DeJounte Murray at all. You, know, you can really you know, draw a through-line comparison between you know, when you get two guards, Trey and DeJounte are next to each other. It's kind of like you know, Cat and Rudy. like These two kind of similar players, similar build. They're just clogging up the court. and It's kind of an ugly way to watch. Like This Hawks team moves really slow and they're bad because they got beat Bad by the New York Knicks. The Knicks are bad.
1: I know. I was gonna say that's the capstone. That that's like what are we yeah. doing here, fellas? When like they just they got they got their asses kicked by the by the Knicks
0: in in Trey uh, Young's home at MSG too. And like the self proclaimed like he owns us. Yeah, good. Sure, it. you own us, right? Yeah. Okay. No, you're a mess, dude. You're you're almost a nightmare right now because you you had it all and and right now you're on the fast track to being a playing team. We're, we'll see you. At, honestly, I don't. If this season stays mid as hell, but we meet them in the plane and we win, it would feel like winning the finals. That would be incredible. That's, the, that's actually best case scenario. It looks like we're heading towards. Yeah,
1: the I mean, with them. Well, what's crazy to me about what's crazy to me about the Hawks too, like, is like, they're like the perfect team where it's like if you look at all their names on paper, like you're like this should be, again, like one of the best teams in the league, but, like, it just is not gelling for whatever reason. And, like, I feel like they're at a point where they have to figure something out what they want to do because like they're at this weird fork in the road. Again, like, they're they're doing well. They're they're 13 and 12. They're not out of it by any means. And But, like, what are you going to do? Like, I mean, they're not hitting threes. Like, like they're just – their offense is not looking as good as it should be. And they're just, like, middle of the pack and pretty much offensive and defensive efficiency. So, like, I don't really know what to do.
0: No, and just to go right back at you with that, too, something is wrong here because isn't that what we were saying on every pod last year? Is that like on paper, this is like an awesome, it's cost like an awesome team that's had you know some now deep playoff experience. They are awfully deep, but they're just not winning games, like they're putting up points, but they're not winning games. It's the same thing again this year. I think the issue is Trey Young. I, I actually don't think he plays well with other people, and I think now, even worse is that they're not – I don't think they're as deep anymore. Kevin Herter is thriving on the Sacramento Kings, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit. They gave away uh, they gave away him, and, you know, they lost a lot of other depth, and they're just – any day now John Collins has to leave. I think we've been hearing about John Collins' trade rumors since before we had, like, college degrees. I'm really tired of John Collins' trade rumors. <laughs> it's every single year. and uh, I feel like it's the point where nobody wants.
1: Who do you think gets moved first, John Collins or Miles Turner?
0: I think Collins. I think Turner's a retire a pacer <laughs> <laughs> after all this.
1: He's, he's gonna him. retire pacer. There's a tar- but every single season it's gonna be like he can be had
0: for the right price. <laughs> yeah. I love that he's that long alongside like the king of that, and B- Buddy Heald's jersey should have like his name on it, the number, then below the number like in small times Newman twelve and a pick.
1: <laughs> on, for top seven protected first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who, said, who says no to that? I don't know. I'm not afraid of this team. No one is, and I think they're gonna end up right in the middle of the pack as a playing team. And let's look at the Eastern Conference in general right now, just really quick. Where standings are like all the teams that are ahead of them. I think they're firmly ahead of them. I think they're like. I don't think they're gonna. I don't see them even holding. Much of a lead over, they're not going to get better than, God, the Cavs, Bucks, Celtics or the Nets. And I think they can see them dropping below yeah. Indiana, definitely below Philly, below the Raptors. Uh, New York, I don't even know what to make of them. <laughs> but even the Wizards are like, been yeah. interesting lately. I, I can see, it. we're just transitioning right along, right away. Well, very well. Is is this a presigious redemption season or is this just fluky? Well, he's, he's always been I don't know. I'll leave that
1: to you guys. I'll leave that to you guys because you guys have the percentage the baggage.
0: Similar, I feel similar to you, steve but go ahead and, and monologue on these hosts. I mean, I hate the guy. I have so much shit against him. But, like, he's always been this good. The question has always been can he stay healthy? Uh, and he's finally – I don't I don't think he's missed a game or two this whole year. And he's putting together a nice stretch where he's dominating and looking like a unicorn. Yeah. Again. And the fit with Luca, it just wasn't going to be a thing. Luca wanted no. this ball in his hand at all times, 100% of the time, just like he's doing this year and dominating and on his pace to win MVP because he's averaging 34-9-8 and eight because he literally has an all-time high usage rate. And that's I'm not, not- going to work with a guy like Porzingis. And no. Porzingis now, he's going to the whiz. No one expects anything. No one really has too high of expectations for him. He's with Beal. Beal shares the ball. Beal... He gets his points, but like he's not, like, I have to have the ball in my hands at all times type of player. He has a point guard in Monte Morris, so will give it to him. And it's just showing the skills that he has. He's always been this good. He'll keep it up. If he doesn't get hurt, it'll be the same old, like, this is this is him. He's good. He's a really good player, and he always has been. That was a little more positive than I thought As an going <laughs> <laughs> I I don't, you know, I mean, I don't hate the player. I hate the person because of what he did to us. But the player himself, he's always been good. I'm definitely not rooting for him. Definitely not rooting for the Wizards. Uh, is it no? I don't think this is sustainable, plus Pat. I mean, I keep saying everyone's a playing team, and at some point, I'm just gonna run out of spaces. There's only a handful of them. Um, there's exactly four of them. Uh, no, is it real? No, because he, I think he complements way better with Luca. Like, L- Luca needs like prime Tyson Chandler as his center. He didn't need selfs Brizengas because Brizengas actually isn't that good of like. Of a typical post op big guy, he kind of kind of like lasers the ball in there a lot of the time. But I'm not getting terribly excited by the Wizards. I think Beal certainly back, but I don't know. Riley, you love to go ahead and dive and do deep uh, amounts of research on Wizards sub uh, subreddits and, and threads. What are the Wizards fans saying now about about Beal? Because they were calling for his head last season.
1: Well, I I mean, I do have a direct source being Steve's roommate, Josh. And I, I know Josh is ecstatic about Porzingis and, like, the big changes that they've made. I think the Wizards in general, like, it's funny that, like, we're talking about this. Like, it, it may be relatively well, fluky with whatever Porzingis has going on. But he's playing on the court like he's the best player. Like, he literally looks better and plays better than Bradley Beal does. Like, it's it's nuts. I think the big thing for them is going to be what they want to do. Like, if they want to keep Kuzma and, like, move forward with, like, um, like, this crew of, like, Bradley Beal, Porzingis, and Kuzma, we'll be like, hey, maybe we can make the, the plan or whatever. But other than that, like, Kuzma's not expiring. You could probably, they can probably deal him for, for something and, like, maybe try to blow the whole thing up. But, I mean, again, like, I'm kind of just enjoying the ride with this whole thing. Again, like, I, I, I don't really have any Porzingis hate. In me, I don't, I don't so think um, oh, I don't yeah, it's cool to see. Almost, I, I, don't know, I, I, I missed when he was an all star in New York, and he kind of just fizzled into nothing in Dallas, and now we see he actually has something going on.
0: I agree, and I think, I think he has. I think this currently constructed Wizards team, minus Kuzma, is what it's going to look like the rest of the year. They're definitely, they're not constructed to blow it out because they tied, they tied Beale to such a, they tied Beale to such a deal. And, they made that trade for, uh, for Przingis getting rid of Din, Din Kitty. So I think they're set and they're ready to rock like this. See, what's the outcome of this year's Wizards team? How do you see them finishing? I honestly don't see them making like I think maybe 9-10 seed, eight, 8 seed the highest, I think, playing is their ceiling. I think it always will circle back to that. I can understand having expectations for them to go higher, uh, but I think it's a lot of last year. I mean, last year we saw them atop the conference at the start of the year this year also started up there they've slowly faded they're now towards the middle and i find them i i mean they're better than like the magic pistons and like those teams but i just they're gonna be yeah. like with the knicks like are the knicks or wizards gonna get like the nine seed that's the question
1: oh jeez and we're <laughs> yeah, both <it's, laughs> I don't know. Like, well...
0: in the middle of things and don't know what to do with ourselves the Wizards have, we'll have, to say the have lost four in a row and are the 11th seed currently. I didn't even realize that. I thought they were doing better than that.
1: Yeah. No, it's mostly just like Porzingis being cool is like the only thing interesting about them. <laughs> um, but what, why don't we actually talk about a real team that actually is not only cool and fun, but they're actually good, and that's the Indiana Pacers. Um, awesome. John, before you hopped on, if, if we're talking about like our relationship to to basketball right now, I've weirdly been watching a lot of Pacers games. Uh, number oh. one reason being, I have Tyrese Halliburton on my like fantasy basketball team, oh. and also like they're just like a, they've also been playing a lot of teams that like I just wanted to watch anyway, so I've been watching them. Yeah, and like, dude, they're just incredible. Like, I I actually can't get over how f- fun they are.
0: That's in like the opposite of their brand usually. They're they're usually just like consistent and well rounded, and don't have any superstars, but. Tyrese is getting in there. I think he's actually about to, like, outpace what people originally thought he'd be like. But it's kind of – it's me against you. I don't want to jump right off. I'm going to keep him hang around Pacers talk for a bit. But it was, like, I don't know. It, it, I think both the Kings and the Pacers won this trade. So it's been interesting. But, like, the Kings should be kicking themselves for getting rid of him because he's just looking like an absolutely generational talent right now, Tyrese. Like, his assist numbers are insane. And it's, like, I mean – we all saw it. The whole world saw it. When they made that trade, they're like, what are they doing? Why are the Kings giving up a guy like this for Sabonis? Like, we, if we're good enough to question that and be so confident that it was the wrong move, then the NBA GM should be able to realize that this is a stupid move. Because Tyrese is a special player, like you said, and he's showing it this year, and I don't care how good Sabonis is. I don't care that the Kings are like a four seed right now, ooh. Tyrese Halliburton has the chance to be one of the better point guards of this generation. And it's so so dumb that they did that. Yeah, imagine if you had the chance to draft him and he didn't. Yeah, that's that could be worse. So
1: well, what's so special about him too is like he's so good at like actually like passing the ball. Like that's so rare at a point guard. It's a, it's like stupid to say, but like his assist numbers are crazy. Like when he's on the floor, he can just command this this team around him to do something fierce, and I think a lot of it is like the young, the young talent. I mean, like Mathurin, who like Steve was big on in the uh, in the draft last year. He looks like he's probably not going to win Rookie of the Year, but like he's on pace to finish like what second, probably behind Paolo. Um, he looks like an absolute Paolo, right? stud. He he's he's, awesome. he's taking over games.
0: He's, he's oh, awesome. a scorer. he's awesome. He's always been this. Wanted the Knicks to get him too. The Knicks just can never draft anybody uh, if you want them to uh, draft because that would be too easy. They Instead, this year. Why don't you guys just become
1: Pacers, Pacers fans?
0: Yeah. I might, I, might, I, I. It's I annoying. totally hate the Pacers. But yeah, I mean, the other thing with the Pacers, too, is like these guys who people think are like garbage, like, oh, they'll just go to the Lakers, like Buddy Heal to Miles Turner. Like, no, these guys are good players and they're not going to just get <laughs> swapped. For Russell Westbrook, I've been saying it, I've been preaching it on this pod since the year started. That never made sense and was the dumbest rumor in NBA history. Why would the pages well, really- these two solid players for stinky Westbrook? It never made sense, and they're showing it. Miles Turner is having like the best season he's ever had without uh, Demontis bonus clogging the paint, and Buddy Heald is still dot like he's one of the best three point shooters in the league. He's aver- He's playing great for them, and it's just crazy. And I these rumors still pop up. It's like who's going to get these guys? It's like maybe the Pacers might keep them. How about that? No, completely. And, yeah. No, they're just, they're just, they're in a really good spot right now. Where it's like they don't have to tank anymore. They're just like like going out there and like night to night trying to win. You know, they're like the, I think this is like their team.
1: Yeah. They're no, I, really? I think it is too. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think like they're, this is who they it's, are.
0: Maybe it's like where Oklahoma wishes they were. Oklahoma so just like, eh, uh, uh, that's Hank, but they both have, they have Halbert and Mather and like, let's ride.
1: Let's ride, dude. I'm, I'm in. I, I think this team is legit. I, I actually think they're actually going to make the playoffs. Like, I think they're that good. Rick right, Carlisle's a good, coach. I think like, talk about it. He's just a good coach, man. They're, they're I, I wrote a whole, presentation okay. on him <laughs> he's he's a great coach he's just he's really, really smart I think the team they care about him they like working for him um yeah I I think the sky's the limit with this team they're, I think they're really really strong why don't we uh why don't we close it to our last topic of the evening which okay. is I we briefly talked about him last episode but um let's talk a little bit more about what exactly is going on with Anthony Davis prior to uh, the basketball days when he got yeah. sick,
0: That's but a, we it, the
1: season he's been having.
0: We brought up in the last pod and yeah. uh, talking about how, wow, he's like, really come on here. And you know, there's articles going around. People are saying that prime ads back and I'm not going to say that yet, even though he put out a 55 point game the other week, but I'm a man of integrity. Um, but it is – I'm also an honest man, and it's ridiculous. This team looks pretty good again, and it's because of the way 80's been playing. And it's, they're playing so well that it has me kicking the tires on what the Lakers can do to capitalize on it and to get back into contention. Wow. And it's kind of insane to say this, but I actually think there's a way that they can do it because the West is so weird right now. There's actually such a, like a, a thick middle pack going on in the West – like there's like the 7th seed team is so close to like the third. It's really weird. So I really, I don't know. His, his what separated him from other bigs like himself were his ability to just have a pop-up great mid-range game. And that completely fell off the past two seasons. It wasn't just that he was getting hurt. It's because like he was playing bad. And his shooting numbers are just back up there again. He's like shooting the ball the best he has in years. And the team's kind of playing around him. And what's, like, sneaky really helping him out is that he can have the ball in his hands more and often now because he's not really playing with Russell Westbrook all that much anymore. Somehow, again, another one of my favorite players. Well, not not, not, Anthony, this is not one of my favorite players. But one of my favorite players, Russell Westbrook, is doing the thing no one thought he could do. He's actually accepting a bench roll. I think that's helping out Davis. they are finding some good rotations. And I think this team is, like, a DeMar DeRozan trade away. That I can. Yeah, I know. I think go those bulls. Guys. That's the, the thing, really- right? It's something. But before I go ahead and talk and you know say big names and you know all rumors and other superstars to go to help them out, the thing that really made this team a champion and what got them that you know that win in the finals in twenty twenty was they had a really big defensive backbone. So what they need to do is get some like role players to build that back up. It's insane that they got rid of Alex Caruso. Like, they need a KCP because he was a great 3 and D guy. So, I don't know who those players are, but I would shop heavily on the role-player market. What's convenient is DeMar DeRozan kind of has the attitude and demeanor of a role-player, so I don't think that would, like, mess them up at all. So, I think that could be in play, but, like, start playing some defense again. But I think Darwin Ham is actually a good coach because they're really playing with him. He's somehow convinced not only Russell to take on – a bench role but Anthony Davis is comfortably playing center and dominating that's what he should have been doing doing for like a long time it's just play center play center that's like your position and like most centers are not as skilled as you Anthony so just go out there and dominate so they're putting Lonnie Walker out there doing nothing as powerful basically playing an overpaid decoy so I'm happy with it I've been watching the Laker games I'm excited for the Lakers let's
1: go <laughs> yeah well well I, I I want to talk about that trade with for DeRozan right now is like I think that's the main thing right is like they're actually not like bad anymore like I they're still like well below like what their ceiling could potentially be but like and they're they're very mediocre but they're not like horrible like they were at the start of the season eight and, two in the last and so another they're kind of at an they're at an impasse because like again as we talked about the last Pod is, like, Westbrook actually looks pretty good when he's on the bench. Like, he, he's not horrible on the bench anymore. And it's all about, like, what are they going to do with these two first-round picks and who can they get? And it's like, yeah, like you can get the Rosen, but, like, is that really what this team needs? Okay. I think like this team needs someone who can, like,
0: shoot. Like, they need shooters. Oh, I know, I know. So I don't know who it is. I don't know what the market's going to look like. I think they should hold and wait until the move really becomes apparent. Because, again, even though Brooklyn is the fourth seed, there's still a way that, like, Brooklyn blows up and get that guy. I don't know, like get a Joe Harris, like do something. Gets get someone that can play some three and D. Yeah,
1: I, I've been. Why can't they get it? I still want the
0: Jazz guys. Not why would not you not want the Jazz guys still? Yeah, right. I think though. Thing about like that though, I think they're not. I think they might hold on to their guys. Conley,
1: <laughs> Conley can be had.
0: Yeah. I've been uh keeping a little quiet on this range because my take is just so different and it's it's never gonna happen. You're not buying it. No, I I do buy it. I I I see some Anthony Davis might be back a little bit. Like he's always had this type of talent. Uh, the injury history is the question, right? It's similar to Porzingis that we were talking about. Uh, a LeBron team is never gonna do this, but God, right now is the best time to trade Anthony Davis. Before, like a couple of weeks yes. ago, a month or two ago, dude, the questions were, <laughs> who from the Knicks could you get? Could you get Obi Toppin for Anthony Davis? Now playing like this, if you trade him somewhere, you could actually get a good return. If you ever wanted to rebuild the Lakers, this is your one shot at doing it. They're never going to do it. But Anthony Davis is going to roll his ankle. I'm telling you, he's going to roll his ankle. He's Look, yeah, sky's awesome. blue. He's gonna miss a month, and then they're gonna lose, and they're not gonna make the playoffs. And they're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" But well, we should have traded him after he was averaging like 50 points per game over the span of a week or two. That's my take. And the Lakers, I don't care. They can bring in whoever. They're not gonna compete for a title. So I just it doesn't make sense to me to keep this guy around. I no. think sell high. That's what you should do as a GM. No. But they're never gonna do it. They're not. You're wrong. They're not gonna do that. Because they're in such – they have such a tight window. The only hope that the Lakers have right now is they can somehow eke out a title these next year or two, capitalize on having – They're just not – The first or second – They have to try. That's the only option they have is they have to try. They can't can't think for the future right now. They have to think for now because they have to capitalize on having either the first or second best player of all time because all their picks are gone. So they have to somehow piece together a team that can just capture lightning in a bottle – with Davis playing, like, all the assets they traded for and, like, LeBron finding some magic left in the can because they have no future set for them. If they just get rid of Davis, that is punting on LeBron might get upset and ask for a trade. So I would, one, I don't foresee what you're saying happening, and two, I wouldn't even advise it. Oh, I I think it's 100% the right move because, LeBron, you're not going to win anything in this window. I mean, you got to look out for your future. No, but you have to try. You, you could. Got, you got your title. It's not like the Lakers with LeBron have not won a title. Like they've got their title. They've done what they need What's to. The make- yes. Yeah. If it's not like it's like we have to win or else. Like they should realize that their future is completely fucked, and they have zero picks for the rest of the world. Their one way to recoup them right now is by trading him. That's the only way they're going to fix any of their issues.
1: Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, like. Pat Bev is still one of your, like, <laughs> by, like playing, not, like, the value pieces. Really bring in, they're no, not- they're
0: bad. But, like, come on. You got to try. But you do you? <laughs> yes. And then yeah. they will. They sh- I, I agree. They're going to, and it's going to fail, and it's going to be hilarious. But I'm telling you, it's not the smart thing. I think with the fewer Mania picks they have left, whatever scrap they can trade, I don't, I don't know. He got rid of Matt Ryan, so I don't know if they're going to even have it. He was a great trade piece they could have used. That guy had a buzzer beater this year. Shouts out to Matt Ryan. Reeves is good. Reeves is good. I like Reeves. So they could scrap the other picks, Reeves, and anything. I don't know. And just hope for disgruntled superstars to, to go over there and just a healthy Davis, which is like quite literally impossible. But they got, they got, they, that's not only what's going to happen, I think that's what they got to do because I, I'm telling you, if they punt and just, like, try to salvage their future, there's not much of a future to salvage. Like, they could save a bit and not get rid of those picks, but I don't know, maybe it's just the impulsive guy I am. But I I go all in and I try to get just keep a happy LeBron and try because LeBron does not want to be on any team that's not competing for the title. It's never been his M.O. He's going to leave and get situated, get comfortable to go to a team that's going to take Brownie. I don't know. He signed this extension this year knowing the team kind of sucks. I think he's kind of content with what's going on here. I don't know. I I I understand the take now. It's living in the moment, but I'm telling you in a month or two when he rolls his ankle and is out for a month, you're going to be why did I why did I think this? Like it's it's inevitably going to happen. It always happens.
1: You're right. Who can you get for Davis though? Like I'm trying to think.
0: That's a good hey, question. What are-
1: deal the Knicks would give them
0: no see now like now oh, yeah no the, well, yeah no out of the Knicks range at this point um uh, because that's the thing at the beginning of the year you couldn't if you offered me Anthony Davis for quickly topping and like a pick or two like a month ago I would have said you're insane I'm not doing that now you can't get like the now that Lakers would never accept that and that's like the validity or what's the word Voli- uh volatility there you go big words yeah volatility in a situation like this with a star like Anthony Davis um, but I don't know who you can get maybe a team like uh who's me I don't know what you'd get maybe Portland I don't know who cares it doesn't matter because it's not gonna happen like you said John you're right in that I, act. I think they've had conversations like this where the the can had been like you know what no one's gonna do it let's ride or die with shake with all shaky legs ad in the end, that's what's gonna happen. That's one of the best team to watch. Yeah, they're just a like, nightmare week to week. Yeah. Who do they have Christmas Day? Are they playing Christmas Day? I'm sure they are. Uh, let's see. I can pull it up. They're playing Dallas. They might. not. They're playing Bring Dallas it. in like the primetime two thirty spot. As if like anybody. I don't, I don't. remember who it was, but I remember the Lakers played last year on Christmas and they got like smoked. Because they had no one playing, I don't think LeBron or AD played. I think it was like Matt. I think it was like Austin Reeves and the boys. Austin Reeves. (laughs) Apart from that, before we head out, just any other thoughts about the current landscape as we're as we're heading to the middle of December? Just like standings, who feels real? What's who? Who are we buying on? Who are we selling on? I mean, I'll take the time to just say, I say it every podcast, but God, I love the Cavs, and the Cavs are so real. Like, it's they're the, they're only they're teams, they're they're the only team that could beat the Celtics.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll fire off quick that the Suns are frauds. I don't know how many times we need to say it, but this is, the now more yeah, than, than ever, I'm convinced that that team is a bunch of frauds. They just do not have it. They're not winning anything ever. Screw them.
0: Did you have one, John, for a fraudulent team, or yeah, <laughs> just anything you wanted to talk about, <laughs> or just looking? Oh, like what I just presented yeah. is your question. <laughs> well, I think they've been waiting for you to. Yeah. Oh, I, I gave the Caps. Yeah, I said the Suns. <laughs> hmm. I don't no. know. <laughs> this is a loaded question. <laughs> Who would have asked a question like this? Uh, Did you not have an answer prepared when you asked? What I, I don't know. <laughs> all right, fall. all right, John, John, do you think the Kings are for real? No. You think they're going to fall? All right. Well, <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Uh, I think the Nuggets are all going to get better and better. I like the Nugs. They need more wait, time. Hold to... up, wait, what's wrong with the Kings? You don't like – why do not you like the Kings? They're going to Kings – Um. I don't know if Darren Fox is actually that good. Like the beam, brother. Are you kidding me? They were like, look awesome. So bonus is legit. It's a lot of fun. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, I'm telling you that middle pack in the Western Conference is all really similar. I clammed up. I'm not going to lie. Because I look at the standing. I literally have the standings pulled up. I just. Yeah, you're right. The Cavs are fucking awesome. The Suns are going to sun, I think, a bit. The Clippers are going to be fine. The Warriors are weird. I don't know. Now I'm just naming the teams I'm looking at. <laughs> well, the I. I Wolves I... are going to T Wolf. The Spurs are really going to Spurs. The Heat are going to heat. This the, is the Heat may party. heat. Yeah, the Heat actually probably won't heat this year. Yeah.
1: No, the Thank Heat God. will
0: not. Yeah. Well, well, I, I guess
1: I, I maybe I'll say this because I, I had this take around this time last season. And it completely blew up in my face because like they ended up making a huge deep playoff run, but oh man, dude, the Mavericks, oh, tough watch. Like they're I just like, excruciating.
0: I've never, ha- I've never been prouder of my Luca is not that good stock.
1: Oh uh, well, which I is- would sell that one. <laughs> I think mean, he's very-
0: <laughs> which he's is definitely very good. Good. He's really good. He's having like an MVP season, but that guy's all learning to play with other people.
1: Yes, I, that I'll agree with. Yeah,
0: he's got to change how he wants to play. I don't know what's it's going to happen because, like, it's such a messed up thing because he's such a, an incredible superstar. I just can't imagine he'll ever have an NBA coach that, like, humbles him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a weird situation. Like, any coach that goes to the Mavericks is going to be like, awestruck by him and he's been there longer than any coach and they're going to have to, like, cater to him. It's so messed up. Yeah. Maybe they can get Doc Rivers. <laughs> there you go. Uh, All right, that does it. Anything else? We good? God, I, I hope not. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. This was honestly one of our best pods until I can answer the <laughs> question I posed. But I'm glad we could do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could do this mid year check in. Definitely be on the lookout for us to either do an NBA Christmas preview or review. uh Really excited <laughs> about that. It's our favorite day of the year.
1: Yep, and just make sure you're watching to make sure the Raptors don't Raptor halfway through <laughs> test
0: Now I'm just embarrassed. They're going to vote me off Hoop Feeds Island. <laughs> the Raptors are going to Raptor. It's fine. All right, so yeah, catch us on at Hoop Feeds Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for all the news and info and pods that we're dropping. Uh, sorry, no size up. Uh, this last week. I know oh. there was some outrage on Twitter about that, so Jake, I'm sorry. G. Jake G was not happy. So sorry about that. Uh, there won't be one this week either because we're recording this pod, uh, but I will be back either before... I don't know. It'll come out at some point. Uh, so stay tuned for that. The football, fantasy football pod's out. QBs are out. Everything's out. So stay tuned, like I said, on social at Pod for everything that's dropping, and until... Next time, we'll see you guys probably in like two weeks. Yeah, if you're a if you're a hoop fiend, just keep fiending, keep fiending, <laughs> just fiend.